It's going to be a quarterback run up the middle. At the 10, at the 5, Murray dies for the end zone. And he's in for the touchdown. Got to launch it. He does. Left side, into the end zone, jump ball, and... Oh, my goodness, it's caught. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. He caught it for a touchdown with one second left. I can't believe it. Give Johnson up the middle. Gets leveled in the backfield by J.J. Watt. A tackle for a loss for Watt. Hello and welcome into another edition of Cardinals Corner, the second episode this week. I'm sweating right now recording, that's how hard we're working on it. And Tyler Drake, who's alongside me as always, our beat reporter for the Cardinals. I have a question for you, Tyler. What is it? There's been a lot of uh, speculation out there, a lot of articles written about uh, me and you and the Cardinals Corner podcast. And the headlines are always, Cardinals Corner, should they trade Eric Ruby? Um, and I just wanted to know, what are the chances uh, that you could possibly trade me to, let's say, like, Ain't No Fang, our Diamondbacks podcast, or Empire of the Suns, our Suns podcast? Any truth to those rumors? Zero chance. Well, that's great, because um, I'm fully committed to Cardinals Corner. I absolutely love it here. Um, I want to bring a championship to AZ. Uh, my heart is here, honestly, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm committed, and so I'm glad we got that out of the way and uh, cleared the air. Cardinals Corner is home to you. Is that what you're saying? Cardinals Corner is home okay. to me, and I've always wanted to be here. Always. And I've, I've never strayed from that. Okay, and scene. All right, thank you guys. Thank you. Um, if you haven't picked up on it, we're doing our uh, interpretation of the Kyler Murray, Steve Keim love fest. That happened yesterday. Uh, Tyler, you were there at a press conference that was supposed to be about the NFL draft. But if you've been following or covering the Cardinals for this entire offseason, you knew what most of the questions were going to be about. And of course, that was Kyler Murray. And for the first time in what feels like forever... It seems like we have some genuine good news on this front. Yeah, and it's actually news that is coming straight from the horse's mouth. I mean, I think you can look back at the Josh Rosen, he's our quarterback right now quote that Steve Kime had back in the day. This one was completely different. Two words, zero chance that there's any possibility that they would trade Kyler Murray. So that right there is a huge step forward, I think, in this whole saga of the contract extension situation this offseason. So, uh, you know, that's always good to see. And then you had Kyler Murray coming out with a tweet storm, really like, an hour and a half, two hours after Kime said those words. So, uh, and he just, like we did earlier, he talked about how he loves Arizona, calls AZ his home, wants to win Super Bowls, multiple Super Bowls, plural. Uh, so that's a good sign, too. I, it's, it's completely spun on its head from what it was, what, a week, two weeks ago? Right, yeah. Basically what we've been talking about, what could be worst case scenario. And of course, this is also coming off of Tuesday where the biggest story, non-story ever of Kyler not showing up to the first voluntary workout of the offseason, but then it also coming out that that had been planned and that that was communicated beforehand. Uh, players like James Conner, J.J. Watt, I mean, big names coming out and saying that it doesn't really matter that he's not there. It just matters if he shows up on the first day and he's playing good football. So let's just kind of go over the timeline to how we got here. Like I said, that happened on Tuesday. Okay, Cliff and Kime have their pressers uh, about noon on Thursday. Yep. And I mean, it's it was one of the first questions I was asked. And, yep. you know, it, it made waves. It goes all over Twitter, all of that. But another thing that had been making waves is former Cardinals cornerback Patrick Peterson uh, 
tweeting out from his podcast, speaking on Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, saying that the organization doesn't do a good job of building culture, more or less. We're not going to give Patrick Peterson any airtime over here. <laughs> and then that's where the Kyler tweet happened. So a couple hours after Kyle speaks, Kyler quote tweets that and says directly, I want to win Super Bowls with the Cardinals. AZ is home. And then goes on to comment on a couple other tweets, defending himself, defending his work ethic. Uh, and he commented actually on a tweet about the zero chance quote with a hundred emojis. So that's yep. just kind of like the quick breakdown, the recap of it. And like you said, it's completely spun on its head from what it was a week ago but i hate to be the bearer of bad news contract still hasn't happened it doesn't it doesn't look like we're getting any closer to that so what does that mean now tyler well and that's the other thing that kaim uh, talked about yesterday was that timeline specifically and it was brought up you know how uh is there a possibility that kyler murray might not show up for these workouts or or all of these things coming up and and it Kime doesn't get that impression, and he also talked about how third-year guys usually get their contract extensions after the draft. He talked about how they're going to go through the rest of free agency before the draft, the draft, and then they're going to refocus, and it sounds like turn their attention more to the contract extension part of it. But he did double down and say that he specifically talked about those third-year quarterbacks that got their extensions. It happened middle to late of the middle of the summer to late summer, and that is just how it goes. That's the trend. That's the system and it sounds like they're going to follow that to a T which contradicts kind of what Kyler Mur- the reports coming out that Kyler Murray had a deadline of the draft to get his new deal so obviously things could change we've seen that days after days but it sounds like the plan is now that it's going to be after the draft and I hate to be a cynic but growing up my entire life around Arizona sports it's kind of just made me this way into thinking worst-case possible scenario. I know Suns fans can really relate to what I'm saying right now after the Devin Booker news and all of that, is that usually in Arizona sports, the best-case scenario doesn't happen. Yeah. And right now, Kyler's kind of talking like, oh, this is going to be best-case scenario. I love it here. I want to win championships here. But whether that was true or not, that's, that's what your franchise star player has to say and he knows that and his agent knows that the question is is it truly genuine and we haven't gotten to that point where you can really test it and really push it yeah and say hey you don't have this contract and it's like it's real football now it's not these offseason workouts yeah. this is the time that jj watt said it's important for you to show up if for some reason we don't have this worked out like it's kumbaya now because kyler says it's kumbaya but again we've only seen three tweets yeah and it's funny how much everybody's salivating over a simple "I want to stay in AZ and I want to win." Yeah, but I think it's it sh- these the three tweets yesterday. I think say more than what he put out in a statement. You know, a couple weeks ago or whenever that was. Now it's a while ago. Now, like his personal Instagram statement that he issued. I think what he did yesterday speaks more than what he did back then. I get what you're saying, but. Basically, I'm just sitting here thinking, okay, a lot of people have kind of been like, all right, let's put this all behind us, but I think it'll be quiet for a while on the Eric Burkhart front, but... I think we're getting good cop, bad cop right now. Yeah? I think it's, it's uh, you know, Kyler Murray is that good cop right now. You've got Eric Burkhart coming out with all these tweets that are, you know, putting onus on the Cardinals to get a deal done sooner rather than later. Now you have Kyler coming out expressing his desire to remain in Arizona, expressing his desire to win multiple Super Bowls with this team. So I think their strategy might have changed a bit. Who knows if that is 
100% what Kyler feels, but if you're going to tweet it out like that and then come out and have multiple uh, other tweets following that, I think that's a big, big step forward for just the organization and the quarterback moving just together. Yeah, it's... Uh... I don't want to make it seem like I'm, I'm saying that it's a bad thing at all or it's a step in the wrong direction because it's not. I just feel like there's still so much more to unpack here that we can't yet. Yeah. It's like it's it's the, it's Christmas Eve, right? It's the, it's the, we get the one gift. Yeah, the one gift. Or some people don't open any gifts at all. That was my family. I didn't or they only get pajamas. Gifts. Yeah, or, or something yeah, like that. Stockings, weird. whatever. But what I'm basically saying is the anticipation's there. You know that something big has to happen. This contract is out there. It has to get signed, whether it's after the draft or if it's later or if somehow it's before. It needs to happen, yep. right? Yep. Or at least a decision needs to be made. A decision made. needs to be made. Yes or no? Soon. Yes. This summer? Yes. So like, It can't get prolonged into the regular season. We're all sitting here. Cardinals Nation, the Red Seas, all sitting there on the edge of their seats, wanting to open up their gifts on Christmas and at least know what they got. Like, are you going to be disappointed or are you going to love the gift? Either way, you want to know, right? Are you going to be bummed out by the Kyler Murray jersey you got or unbelievably excited about the Kyler Murray jersey you got? <laughs> I'm just, oh man, I'm imagining just getting a Kyler Murray jersey and then if the situation just goes all the way down, man, that'd be tough. I don't even want to think about it that way because it doesn't, it, it, just, it doesn't seem like it's going that way, right? No, it's not it going to the absolute worst. Like all of these trades, like the, the, I think it was Bill Barnwell's like the Jets will trade Zach Wilson in like a first round pick. Yeah. That, I'm, I'm like, that's, that's just not going to happen, man. And I think he did that for every team though, too. So that's, yeah, just one of those weird, like you got it in the headline and it, it had, had like, a lot of eyeballs had like on it. Three Cardinals trades yeah. in there. But like, I, 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 I get that. You know, you've got to come out here and you have to say, look, there's zero chance we're going to trade our, our star quarterback. And your star quarterback needs to go, hey, yeah, I'm going to be here because guess what? Both sides know it's realistic that they're going to get a contract done. And if Kyler's not here the whole contract, he'll be here for a couple years. And there's no reason to ruin your good graces on either side. Well, and here's the thing, too, is I think everybody can look at. Speaking of all those trade requests and everything else, look at Debo Samuel, NFC West. Like, let's look at that situation. This is completely different now from that situation. Like, Debo straight up requested a trade. That is not the case right now with the Cardinals. Like, the Cardinals are in a very much better spot, in my opinion, than the Niners are right now. The ni- that is a dumpster fire waiting to happen, in my opinion, in San Francisco. I mean, there's a lot of really interesting situations around the league right now. And it was funny because Debo kind of followed Kyler's suit with his Instagram scrubbing. But, he but took now another step he's, he's taking a little bit yeah. farther. And he's, he's represented by the same agent who also represents A.J. Brown. Like, Which is another guy doing the same exactly. thing. Exactly. And not the same agent, but Terry McLaurin is also going to be doing the same thing. Yep. Like, we're at, we're at a new age in the NFL, and we saw this happen with the NBA years ago, where it's it was obvious, the player empowerment. And obviously it's different positions, but still, the fact that Kyler's not following suit with these guys and saying, like, yeah, I want to trade now. Get me out of here. Like, It's the same concept. It's the same concept. Exactly. Like, they're all really highly skilled players that offenses can be built around that are more important than almost anybody else in your locker room when you have them on your team yep. that are now demanding what a new market demands for their position. Quarterback, look at the Deshaun Watson contract. Look at the Derek Carr contract. Like There are really big quarterback contracts flying around out there. We all know what happened with Christian Kirk. We all saw what happened with Tyreek after that. Like The price keeps going up, and these are skilled players who know it. Yep. And at the end of the day, whether people like it or not, there's a paradigm shift in the NFL that's now empowering those skilled players. And it's not a bad thing. It's just a change. And it, it's hard to accept change at first. But it's honestly probably for the better because now 
I don't know. I think I like to think that these players know what they're doing. Like with Debo Samuel out in the NFC, NFC West, like the way he wants to be used, I would tend to trust Debo Samuel and how he wants to be used. That's just me though. So I like this era. I get why people maybe don't, but I think the Kyler Murray situation is a part of that where like in the past you would just sit back and kind of let whatever happened happen and they came out and for better or worse they took the situation they grabbed it by the horns and they said we're gonna at least try to control it yeah yeah say what you will I mean I've I've been one to say that the antics have been kind of out there uh personally but yeah like you said they they went out and grabbed this situation by the horns and now this is where we're at so I think both sides are at a better place than the beginning of the offseason for sure uh, I think the NFC wildcard game has gone away a little bit just uh the the recency of it so like 700 things have happened since then. yeah exactly 650 of them social media related yeah. but still a lot of things exactly so i mean yeah that's right now it's it's looking a lot better than it did even a week and a half ago it's still so crazy to me that like we still haven't even hit the draft yet and we have such a long way to go before we see this team play football again yeah. like a long time I mean, it was even it was even surprising to just be back in the media room yesterday and and sitting there and actually having the in person you know interviews again. That was that was a whole other. It's, it's been Zoom central. Yeah, it's been it was great. It was nice. And to, to me, it's like I think I could speak for everybody here, and I, and I don't think there's any even football fan right now that would disagree with me. I just want the season to start. Let's get the draft over with and let's go. Because yeah, and especially with just how all these other teams, I mean, it's been a crazy offseason of just constant movement. Now just, let's see how feel, this yeah. all happens. It, it just feels like now we're going to get a couple months of just nothing. Oh, just yeah. nothing. Yeah. And, and that's, that's going to that's be tough. So it's like, I feel like all the exciting stuff has happened. And now we're getting to the point where everybody's calming down. Everybody's kind of controlling themselves. And I just want the season to start. I want to see Kyler Murray play football. I don't want to see Kyler Murray tweet about playing football. I want to see Kyler Murray play football. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was like a little bit of like a, <laughs> a, a rant there. I'm, I'm sorry about that, guys. I had to get it off my chest. I mean, all this trade speculation going on with Cardinals Corner has just really been weighing down on me. <laughs> all this talk on my character and, and my work ethic and, and who I am, man. Like, don't play with me, man. I rock with you, but don't play with me. <laughs> I rock with you. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm quoting another Kyler Murray tweet. Please do not think what I'm saying is serious. But you know what is serious, Tyler? What's that? The draft. And there are a lot of serious needs that the Cardinals need to go after. And like we said at the beginning of the episode, what was the purpose of the media availability for Kyme and Kingsbury yesterday, Tyler? To talk about the draft. So did that actually happen? Yes, it did. And what did they say? They gave us their top three priorities heading into the draft. Edge rusher, wide receiver, corner, you know, any of those positions that are, they're, you know, they're hard to find. After hearing those top three priorities, it sparked a little idea with Tyler and I to bring back everybody's favorite game show of What Matters More. Hit that music. So in this edition of America's Favorite Game Show, we're going to go over just what Steve Kime said. So we put it to the people, didn't we, Tyler? We put a poll out on Twitter at AZ Cards Corner. Go give us a follow of just which of these three is the most important. Is it cornerback, wide receiver, or pass rusher? And the majority is saying pass rusher 51.9% compared to wide receiver at 44.4%. And then you've got the cornerback at 3.7%. So clearly there is two spots that are on the minds of most of you guys out there and i 100 percent agree 
you 100% agree, but you're not taking I'm not taking you're, you're not taking your stance. So Tyler, I mean this is the beauty of the game show. <laughs> what matters more, drafting a wide receiver or drafting a pass rusher? I will say first. We'll say first instead of just saying in yeah, general. First. With Good, that yeah. 23rd overall pick, what matters more? Wide receiver, edge rusher. I am going to go with wide receiver. And my reasoning is when you look at last season, uh, you know, despite what Kingsbury has said about, you know, he needs to scheme better, he needs a game plan better for that second half of the season when they really fell off with DeAndre Hopkins out. That is still fresh in my mind of they need another dynamic pass catcher to put out there. I mean, A.J. Green is brought was brought back this offseason, but he took a dip when Hopkins was off, off the field. Rondell Moore needs to take another step, and I think adding another capable pass catcher that, God forbid it happens again, but if Hopkins has to miss time, could step in and be that dynamic force to really get them over the top. I think, for me, that's the biggest thing. Obviously, pass rusher is... Probably it's 1A, 1B, but I think right now for me is wide receiver, pass rusher, and then cornerback just because from everything they've said about Gladney, they like him a lot. Who knows if he's going to pan out, but you know, you've know you got to give them a little bit of credit. They've been doing this for years. They, they've scouted him, so I would just say you know, looking at it, that would be my ranking. What about you? I think that the truth is here, what, what matters the most is is what happens before the Cardinals pick 23rd in the draft. Because is it a run of wide receivers or is it a run of edge rushers? Yep. Because, like you said, it's a 1A, 1B. To me, if we had to separate 1A, 1B, I would go with edge rusher first just because I feel like at a higher level pick, you can get something that you can't get in the later rounds. I think it's easier to find an offensive weapon, especially with somebody like Kyler in the later rounds. I'm talking like second, third, fourth round. I'm not talking like six or seven. So to me, what matters more is edge rusher because I think that the fall off in the later rounds and the later picks is a little bit greater, even though it's a relatively deep edge rusher draft. But, you know, if there's a big run on them going before the Cardinals pick and there's not anyone they're in love with, they shouldn't go for it. But to me, you need to shore up that Chandler Jones-sized hole on your defense. You you just have to. It's a very big spot. And yes, we could talk about how maybe Chandler Jones didn't have the statistical impact that he had at the beginning of his career in Arizona, but he at least attracted attention. And you're going to have a very young defense driven by people who you're going to be giving the reins who did not have the reins last year. And Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons. And yes, adding somebody else young might be a problem, but you need to have somebody else talented, somebody else who can go out there, get the job done and perform at a high level. And to me, that's more important than wide receiver, at least now. And going back to uh, the Chandler Jones comment, I think we all need to look at, uh, you know, pressures because despite his sack numbers and, and being behind Marcus Golden in that regard, Chandler Jones still was pressuring the quarterback a lot and opening up uh, more room for Marcus Golden to run. So, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely, definitely two spots for sure that need to be addressed. Man, I haven't heard the name Marcus Golden in a while. Dude has got the highest motor, I think, on that team. Yeah, it's him my, and James Conner. See, that's why I want to. That's why I want to see them play football, man. I want to see. Marcus, yeah. I want to talk about Marcus Golden. I don't want to talk about social. media. He's easily one of the best guys to talk to, too. Oh, 100 percent. So, okay, we're in agreement. No, we're not in agreement. No, actually. we're not. I don't know why I said that. We're not in agreement. 
we're, we're, we're butting heads right now. But what matters more, you guys told us. You can find that poll over on AZ Cards Corner on Twitter. We're going to be posting more polls when we do what matters more. A little bit of a quicker version this time. Just wanted to get a little draft talk in in a fun way. So as we fade the music down, let's talk about what we will end this episode with, Tyler. And that is some injury news that you wrote about over on ArizonaSports.com. Of course, you can find Tyler's amazing, awesome, fantastic work. <laughs> Over on ArizonaSports.com. I'm sorry, that wasn't sarcastic. I don't, I don't know if that sounded sarcastic, but I'm, I'm serious. It's very good work. Please go read Thank it on you. ArizonaSports.com. But Tyler, give us a little update on maybe a couple pretty big names and their injury recovery in this offseason. Yeah, so really we got uh, updates on three guys, uh, specifically DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Murray, and Max Williams. Uh, for DeAndre Hopkins, who is coming off that torn MCL and surgery, he is moving around a lot better than he was per Kingsbury. So that's a strong sign. He's rehabbing. Uh, then you've got Justin Murray, who appears to be full go from what Kingsbury said. And that's a great thing just because, you know, he could be in line to battle for that right guard spot again with uh, Will Hernandez, who I think is probably going to be the, the starter as of today, but having another guy like Justin Murray who has been in the position and they trust in that position is never a bad thing. And then you've got Max Williams who is coming off that season-ending knee injury. Uh, he's been rehabbing the last three months, uh, really getting after it. And uh, yes, it looks like it's going to be kind of a touch-and-go situation until later on in the offseason, training camp, preseason stuff. But sounds like uh, he's getting after it, too. So uh, obviously getting him with Zach Ertz would be an incredible pairing with those two tight ends and that offense. So uh, sounds like it's positive on the injury front for a couple of key contributors, uh, possibly this next season. Do you remember as we were going into the playoffs, there was speculation that if the Cardinals were able to make a deep enough run that Deion Andre Hopkins would come back and play. I think, yeah, I think like the championship. Yeah, like if they made like the Super Bowl. And now I'm just, we're sitting here like months after the Super Bowl. And it's like, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins has started to move well. And I'm like, who was who was even thinking that he was going to be able to come back? If if like that, there's no way he's coming back if he's just getting to that point now. But I mean, like we mentioned earlier in the earlier in the episode, there's a long time to go before the season. That that's good news. And like getting DeAndre Hopkins right. I mean, besides locking up Kyler Murray and getting all of this taken care of, like that's bar none the most important thing of the offseason. All these signings re-signed, like DeAndre Hopkins. Like if they went and they traded for DeAndre Hopkins this offseason, people would be like, whoa, what a move. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Kyle's going to have such a good time. Like that's important to get yeah. him back, to add him to this team. And giving him that extra time to recover, not rushing him back at the end of last season, well, it might have been painful to watch without him at the moment in the long term if he's healthy for this upcoming season and he can take his time with a full recovery and get himself right that could be the most important piece to the Cardinals potentially making a championship run next year Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I agree like if he's healthy it changes everything everything all these offseason signings everything like that you're just adding DeAndre Hopkins back into that yeah and that is by far I mean We've seen it. I mean, he he only played 10 games last season and still had eight touchdowns. Like, he still led the team in touchdowns last season. Like, you can't replace a guy of that caliber. He just changed. It's like, and like, you could consider last season a down season. Yeah, exactly. You could. You could, you could look at the numbers and be like, wow, that's, that's not his best year. And he still was that dynamic and he still changed that offense so much. And it was evident in the second half of the season. I mean, AJ Green was not able to produce the way Hopkins produces. Yeah, and I don't know why I have so many 
Phoenix Suns comparisons right now in my head, probably because, you know, playoff run, whatnot. Playoffs. Again, <laughs> again, great, great playoff coverage on ArizonaSports.com. Yep. Like, fantastic. So check that out as well. Um, but to me, like, you know how Chris Paul can control a game, and then you can, like, look at the box score, and it's like, oh, he had, like, 12 points and 9 assists. Like a Ricky Rubio stat line, you know? But you watch the game, and you're like, that dude was controlling everything. He when he was on the court, there was nothing that he didn't one control, and two like that wasn't like a smart, impressive play mm-hmm. that impacted winning. Every time DeAndre Hopkins touches the ball, even if it's four times a game, something spectacular happens. It it just is what it is. Yeah. So like to me, he can change and dominate and control a game. By not putting up these crazy statistical numbers that younger DeAndre Hopkins had. Mm-hmm. And part of that is having other weapons and, and having an offense with, you know, dynamic different weapons like a Christian Kirk at that time, like an AJ Green. But now you've got Zach Ertz, you're probably gonna get Max Williams back, hopefully fully healthy, hopefully that can sustain. Plus, you would think a more incorporated Rondale Moore and a revamped game plan for AJ Green. Exactly. Yeah. And a revamped game plan overall. For, yeah, for the whole Just offense. everything. Yeah. Like there is a positive outlook going into this season, and sometimes the injury news you might need it to remind you. And and it's been a pretty dark, a pretty negative focused off season. And yeah. I'm not saying that it's it's wrongfully so, but now we're sitting here. Okay, the Kyler Murray situation is showing up. DeAndre Hopkins, Max Williams, like these guys are getting healthy. There's that light at the end of the tunnel. The that draft is, is coming starting up. to get brighter. Yeah, like the, we're getting closer to opening that present, Tyler. Yeah. We're we're getting closer to knowing what's going on fully and getting a full look at this team. And also with the way the NFL is, like who's to say there's not a big trade two weeks into the season? Yeah. Three weeks into the season. I mean, what does Steve Kime do best? We saw Zach Ertz last year come mid season, so yeah. yeah. I think this is this is maybe the most positive note we've ever ended an episode on. This might be the most positive episode we've ever had. Yeah, it feels good. It feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. We're smiling. We're laughing over here in Cardinals Corner. We're not slouched over a computer, constantly refreshing Kyler Murray's Instagram, praying and hoping that he changes his profile picture. (laughs) Oh, please, Kyler, tell us you want to play here. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, that was fun. That was a fun episode of Cardinals Corner. Of course, for Tyler Drake... I'm Eric Ruby. I'm not getting traded. You heard it here first at the beginning of the episode. Zero chance. Zero chance. I'm getting traded. But there should be a 100% chance that you check out Tyler on Twitter at TDrake4Sports. You can check out myself at EricRuby987. The show at AZ Cards Corner. You can check it out on ArizonaSports.com. Download us on wherever you download podcasts, Apple Music. Apple Podcasts, not music. If you're doing it on Apple Music, congrats. You've broken Apple. Um, <laughs> Spotify. Whatever you listen to, download us, give us five stars, vote on our polls, comment, let us know what we what you like, let us know what you don't like, all of the above. Let's have some positive social media stuff going, and uh, yeah, let's just enjoy football and enjoy some draft time until we come back, and hopefully we can talk about a Kyler Murray contract, and we'll have some good draft coverage for you next week. So I'm excited for that, Tyler. Again, check us all out, Twitter, ArizonaSports.com, and uh, for Cardinals Corner, we'll see you guys next time.